0: On today's episode, we're going to be talking about automation on Facebook advertising, which involves campaign, budget optimization, and dynamic creatives. Do stay tuned. Get involved, join me, and let's put some fuel to skyrocket your e-commerce growth. So inbound marketing strategies, how do beat Amazon? Natural search and our search engine position is critical to the customer flow through the website. I personally would not have an account process interrupt checkout flow at all. My favorite customer lifetime value calculation is an easy one. It's your average order value times that purchase frequency times uh, your customer lifespan. I'm Kune Campbell. L-l-l- let's get rolling. If you're looking to grow your business, there's only one way by building real quality customer relationships. Most marketing software will claim they can do this, but will never deliver on their promises. You need to demand more from your marketing software. And that's where Klaviyo comes in. Klaviyo helps you build meaningful customer relationships by listening and understanding cues from your customers, allowing you to easily turn that information into valuable marketing messages. That is why 10,000 innovative brands have switched Clavio. What's the secret to building customer relationships? Tune into Clavio's Beyond Black Friday docuseries to find out and unlock marketing strategies you can use to keep momentum going year round. Just head over to clavio.com forward slash beyond bf for more. That's clavio.com forward slash beyond bf.com. Attention online retailers in Europe. A new payment standard known as SCA or Strong Customer Authentication will come into force in September 2019. Mastercard research shows that up to 75% of e-commerce merchants in Europe are potentially unaware of this coming into effect. SCA is a new regulatory requirement that is designed to help retailers and issuers make digital payments more secure. The challenge is to create or keep a frictionless checkout experience for online shoppers. SEA would allow for biometric technology and dynamic passwords to create a more secure and improved online shopping experience. Mastercard's Identity Check is fully compliant with SEA requirements and facilitates shopping experiences we can all trust, allowing us to securely pay online using features such as our fingerprints. To find out more on Identity Check, visit the MasterCard website. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast show. This is the podcast dedicated to rapid growth in online retail. So lightning fast, rapid, rapid growth in online retail. Um, We cover topics that um, pretty much focus on helping you rapidly grow your online retail store. On today's episode, I want to talk focus on Facebook advertising. So, Facebook advertising for e-commerce. If you, if Facebook advertising is not something you're interested in, tune out. Sorry, um, you. there would be other, you know, episodes around um, non Facebook advertising. But if you are interested in Facebook advertising for your e-commerce stores, um, tune in. You know listen in and probably grab some notes and um let's let's jump right in so basically, I wanted to 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 talk about two major well lever points that are completely changing Facebook as we know it today and if you are not using these tools, Facebook has very openly and willingly giving you. Um, you will spend more time on Facebook. You will tinker more on Facebook. Um, and you may not get the most out of, um, your Facebook advertising. Okay. So you'd probably be asking, Kone, what are the two lever points or the two tools you, we must be using? The first is campaign budget optimization. Um, so setting up your campaigns, um, to be units, you know, um, individual units where you could set your budget, set your objectives, um, set your manual bidding strategy, um, and leave and go so you could test ad sets. That's one. I'll talk more about it, you know, as we proceed. Now, the second one, um, the second one I want to talk about, or I'm going to be talking about would be dynamic creatives. Um, now when you use dynamic creatives with Campaign budget optimized, um, you know, um, camp- account or you know um, campaigns. You potentially unleash um, a a beast. You know, you 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 become very dangerous with Facebook advertising. And here's why: with dynamic creative ads, you you're given Facebook the autonomy. To combine creatives, headlines, ad text, descriptions, and even landing page URLs um, so that it finds audiences that want to, that are likely going to um, take the objectives, carry out the actions, your target objectives, you know, event objectives at the campaign level. I'll talk about dynamic creatives in a bit and, um, let's start out with campaign budget optimized campaigns. Now, um, there was a September deadline for campaign budget optimized, um, ads, and um September 2019 it was meant to happen, but it 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 it's been extended. I think it's gonna be extended to January twenty twenty. January twenty twenty. That's not important right now. Um what essentially you should be doing is going forward is to be honest, ditching all non-CBO campaigns and just focusing to learn the CBO. Yes, the CBO might be um I have some glitches, some, not necessarily um, a massive number of glitches, but if you transition your entire campaign set up to uh, CBO and you embrace change, you start to learn the workings of the algorithm. Um, I'll give you some hacks. You can, um, I wouldn't even call them hacks. I, I think some testing techniques you can use to really leverage CBO campaigns. Um, One testing campaign, one testing technique is testing out bid bidding. Okay. So um, you can essentially test out various bid points with several ad sets that could be essentially identical. Right. And, um, you test them out, um, on a daily basis and you'd find a winning bid at a specific date. As you know, um, the auction, Facebook's auction, um, ad auction is constantly changing and evolving because um, various advertisers are placing their bids, various advertisers, um, on a daily basis have different scores, ad scores, And so, um, if you have your, um, audience and you have your creatives already dialed in, then, um, while you're scaling that is, then, um, if you're not a fan of automatic bidding or you have transitioned beyond automatic bidding where you're aggressively scaling into a market or your, you know, the sales of your product, then I would suggest working at various bid points, testing various bid points on an ad set level. And that just gives you massive um, amounts of leverage and um, bandwidth um, to perform. It's kind of like putting multiple entries into a lottery, you know, if that makes sense. So you're essentially um, saying, okay, if my um, my basic bid or say $50 doesn't work, another bid point could be 75 another could be 99 another could be 124 and then you start to look at the metrics you know what are my cpas um, at each bid point and everything will be within an ad set and the beauty about it is you're spending a single budget at the campaign level so so that's really really good the second one, I the second thing to test, the second advantage I I um I see with with campaign projects optimized campaigns in terms of testing is um, pretty much objectives. This this applies to newer accounts or accounts where um, you're starting to see some performance lag. So if um, you're in a new account and um, you don't have that many pixel events, um, you could actually Um, dial in your audiences, you know, say, okay, um, we are going to be testing 10 audiences every 14 days or every seven day cycle, every 10 day cycle. However, um, you could have out of the 10, you know, um, audiences you're testing at the ad set level, you could, um, you know, have them duplicated twice. So meaning that you could have 30, you know, um, ad sets with 10 audiences. However, one batch could be view content objective. Another batch could be add to cart objective. Another, you know, batch could be purchase objective. And as you, um, transition, as you progress and you you get more pixel data, um, you could switch on and off specific, you know, um, campaign objectives. I think that is pretty nifty. That's pretty, pretty cool, um, to have, um, as a lever point. So looking at the campaign project optimized, um, set up the obvious, um, advantage, um, which, um, Facebook will tell everybody is, um, the fact that you have, um, ad sets essentially with different audiences, which you could test, you could turn off and turn turn on and you're, you're really essentially allowing the algorithm figure out, you know, audiences will, you know, fit your offer in your ad so right now, all of the accounts, um, in my, um, my, my, my control or, um, that have, um, been in my trust, essentially, um, ha- have all transitioned to, to, to CBO campaigns, to, to CBO setup. And I will implore you to do it. Um, they're, they're obviously ups and downs, but, um, over time, what I found is, um, it matures. So, so bite the bullets, you know, um, you know, swallow the pill. Um, it would obviously hurt initially most of the time and eventually it, it stabilizes. Um, so, so allow that, you know, that, that, that's one thing I'll definitely advise you do. Now the, let's talk about the second one, which is dynamic ads, which is my favorite, 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 um, um, creative type right now. Okay. So what are the, I'm going to start with the disadvantages of dynamic ads, um, or what, it, what are dynamic ads before we jump into disadvantages, of dynamic ads? Basically, um, you essentially give Facebook, um, creative types. Um, so you will upload to Facebook, um, ad creatives. So videos, you could also upload images, you can upload headlines. So you can test headlines up to five headlines. So at any given point in time, the creators you can upload will be ten. Um the five headlines, five descriptions, which are the text that appears under, you know, the the headlines. Um you can test ten um ad copies. That's a lot, you know. That's a lot of ad copies. You could test five URLs, you know, display URLs. You could also test um, another five landing, you know, page URLs. Now, what are best practices for dynamic URL um, for dynamic creatives? Um, first things first. Um, what I love to do is um, have. Yeah, the other major important before I jump into best practices, the fact that you can only have one dynamic creative per ad set, so you can't. Um, sort of have multiple dynamic creatives, um, in in a single ad set. it's going to be one-to-one. So going into the best practices, here's what you want to do. You definitely want to chunk together, um, creatives based on type. And this is, this is what, what I typically do. I'd have videos, videos in one, um, in one ad set right? So one, one dynamic creative set would just have videos. And my optimal videos are four, um, aspect ratio four to five, um, you know, um, videos and, um, one-to-one aspect ratio videos. Now, what would that essentially look like? For the, um, one-to-one, um, aspect ratio videos, it'd be pretty much, um, 1,080 by 1,080 pixel videos. Try and make them HD if you can. Um, and then for the four to five aspect ratio videos, you'd be looking at 1,280 by 1,600 pixels that should, you know, essentially help you, um, you know, get a lot of, um, real estate when you're on mobile devices. So I chunk all video creatives in a single ad. Um, a best practice is to not put a single message in all the videos. So, you know, work every single ad angle you can think of in 15 second clips, most of the time for your, um, for your, for your video creatives, you you can test long form video. If you're, you know, trying to educate a market, trying to change them, you know, um, mindset or the, the, yeah, the mindset of, um, your, of, of a market you can, um, for educational videos. Um, but I keep it to 15 seconds and then, um, the other thing to to remember is for image ads, you want to keep them separate. Now, what you want to do is have two variants of image ads. Um, one would be the more landscapey look, which is the one two hundred by uh, the classic one two hundred by um, six to eight pixel um, aspect ratio um, aspect ratio. I think that's like a sixteen to nine um, aspect ratio image ad, and the other would be to have a standard. Um, one derator, um, by one derator, you know, um, image, image, um, pixel, you know, um, so I would upload like five of it into a single. So, um, that's massive. And then, um, if you want to incorporate, um, stories, you know, like Instagram stories and, um, Facebook stories, I would employ you to create a separate set of dynamic ads. So that will mean a separate, um, ad set for it. Um again with c b o this is like super super simple because now with c b o the budget's not at the ad set level it's more at the campaign level, so Facebook is just optimizing with what will work so for your um um stories your your best format would be the nine by sixteen aspect ratio, which would be one eight hundred by um one nine two zero um that should take the entire and the entire screen of a mobile, of a, you know, vertically oriented mobile, you know, um, screen. So essentially think about it this way. If you had one audience, say you were, you're targeting a lookalike audience, a 1% lookalike, that's going to translate to three um, ad sets. So you're going to have um, an ad set with, the dy- with dynamic creators for just videos. Um, you have an ad set dedicated to just images, which you'd you'd upload like 10 images. And then you have another ad set dedicated to Instagram stories and, um, Facebook story ads. Now, um, in terms of like the headlines, um, you'd want to vary, at least put three, um, headlines in, at least put, normally I just put two descriptions and then for ad copy, um, you know, the more the merrier. So go, go, go for their max allowance, which is about 10, um, um, you know, ten, 10, 10 alternatives and, um, you, you for, um, display URL, I just tend to use a single. And then for landing page, if you do have, you know, um, really good landing pages, you want to test out, you could throw them into the mix. Um, to just understand that the more variables you you, you throw into a dynamic ad, um, the more impressions you need to give Facebook um, and reach. You need to give Facebook to figure it out for you, which means the more money you spend. So with a dynamic ad creative, um, I would suggest you spend a minimum of $500 for that ad, for that um, campaign you know, so that way the algorithm is reaching as many people as possible. It's testing, it's optimizing both um, at the ad set level, which is audience level and um, CBO. Now, if you look at it this way, I never really thought about this way. Um, Think about like, audience optimization, um, with CBO and then creative optimization with, um, with, with, with dynamic ads, if that makes sense. And essentially your offer is in your creatives. And, um, on the other side is the audience. And What you're trying to do really is to find product market fit. So the markets obviously are the audiences you're trying to target and the, um, the product and the offer <coughs> is with the creatives in the creatives. And you're essentially, using automation and, um, basically artificial intelligence to, to merge, um, to figure out, um, how these things match and how these things actually connect, you know, together. So, um, with that being said, um, you should fire up, um, and typically give it, um, weeks, you know, um, two weeks max, um, for you to start see stabilization, um, and, um, you know, for it to really, really push out and channel. Now, the only disadvantage I have with dynamic ads is just the lack of social proof. Um, but Facebook more than makes up for, for that, um, just due to, um, just how clever it is at figuring in, you know, stuff out at, um, the creative level, and also at the audience level. Now, the direction we're seeing things go um, moving forward, essentially, is the advertisers with the right offer creatives and products are going to, um, you know, win this game so long as they know who they're targeting and they have sufficient budget to reach, you know, who they're targeting. Um, I am a fan of um what of the 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 automation the artificial intelligence going on you know um at both the c b o level and the dynamic ads level and i I think you know where your agency where your your brand where your um where where your company should be focusing on right now is creatives churning out the highest quality creatives you can. And, um, with that being said, if you need creatives, um, my company, my agency, 2X Media, we do creatives. We, we actually do Facebook native creatives for a handful of, um, of brands. And yeah, you can reach out to me if, you know, um, you're serious about creatives. The the most important thing right now, um, is how you, what you supply, what you feed Facebook with. And then understanding how to read the metrics and then to fine tune in and then feed in Facebook, you know, more. And if you're, you know, starting to aggressively scale, like, you know, um, your, your spend is going to like 10, 20 K, you know, a, a day, then you most definitely would need creative refresh, you know, um, every, every few days, you know, every, every week you, you'd need to, you definitely need to, to dial in new, um, creatives. Anyway. That is it for today's show. If you have any um, specific questions, um, I'm I'm yeah, I'm around on the Facebook group, which is the e commerce growth accelerator. Um, just search for it on Facebook and you will find it. Um, every episode actually links through to it in the show notes until the next episode, folks. Have a terrific one. Cheers. Bye.